Let's start this day with a short prayer. We bless you and honor you, the Father God. We thank you for this brand new day. This is the day which you have made. We will rejoice and be glad for this day. We continue to declare the Lord God our obedience to you. Thank you for inviting us to walk with you and live this life, Lord God, you entrusted to us with you, the Lord, following you, yielding, Lord God, to your leading and direction, obeying you joyfully and gladly, Lord God. Be used by you for the glory of your name. Bless us with the ministry of your word, the Lord. Holy Spirit, we welcome you, your glorious work in each one of our hearts, each one of our minds. Thank you that you will bless us, Lord God, to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, Amen. We continue this uh, series of lessons uh, concerning uh, our walk with God. We have covered several areas important to our walk. And I believe that those of you who have taken the time to listen to this uh, teaching has received ministry and blessing uh, from the Word of the Lord. This morning, I'll talk to you about the advantage of walking with God. We're still in the series because, as we all know, walking with God uh, takes a long, long time. Like in the case of Enoch, for 300 years, he walked with God. And that's a long time of walking with God. But the idea is when we start walking with God, we do not stop. We continue until the last breath of our life or until the left time when God will take us home unto himself. And so, as we start our lesson, I read this verse from Exodus chapter, we have this verse from Exodus chapter uh, 33, verse 14, wherein the Lord, in answer to the request of Moses, he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. This was the reply of the Lord to Moses, who has told the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. Having said that, the Lord replied to Moses, what we have just read in verse 14, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. There are at least three things, if you follow the, last, the, the next verses here, concerning the, the, the presence of God and what it brings into our life. Presence of God gives us rest. That's obvious in verse. When you are in the presence of God, you will have your life at rest. You will not be restless or worried, agitated, fidgety, unsettled, or panicky. Whatever will the situation be as you walk with God, you will have rest with the Lord. You will not feel any trouble at all because you're walking with God, you know, and you are at peace. All the old sign you are in a relaxed mode you are calm cool collected settled contented comfortable at peace within 
and without. That is one of the most important blessings of walking with God. This is the best that could ever happen to a person's life. We all know that to walk with God is uh, a privilege that God has given to us. He has invited us. He has opened the door for us. The invitation actually for is for everyone. But only those who will answer in the positive to the invitation will enjoy the things that comes with walking with God. Walking with God also is a sign that He is pleased with you. In verse 15, Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? So, uh, the presence of God becomes a sign that God is pleased with you. God is pleased with you. That's why, that's why He likes you to walk with Him. He enjoys your company. In the same manner, we decided to walk with God because we like God, because we love God, because we enjoy His company, because we found that there is no other person on earth that could give us joy, peace, the satisfaction, the contentment, the rest from all the struggles and the labors of our life, but only the Lord. And so, when we walk with God, His presence is made available to us. This is the most important advantage that a person will ever have in his life when you have the presence of God. They say that the safest place on earth is in the presence of God. Right now you have so many things in your mind that troubles you, that gives you restlessness and anxieties, worries. But maybe because you have forgotten that God is with you. His presence is with you. If you are His child, His presence is with you. So you have to know, you have to remember that you are not living your life on your own, by yourself. But you are living your life for the glory of God, with Him. He is actually in you by His Holy Spirit. So that as you remember that, you will have rest, peace within you. Another uh, aspect of having the presence of God in your life, according to the passage here, presence of God is a mark of distinction among the people of God. The last phrase of verse 16, it says here, what else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? What else will distinguish us compared to all the other people on the face of the earth? It is the presence of God. The presence of God is the most important distinguishing factor 
of our life. Many times we put, you know, our mind and heart on things, you know, we want to be different, so we, we live this way, we dress this way, we speak this, this way, and we, have, we, we build a huge house, or we buy the nicest cars, we use the most expensive gadgets, because we think that by having all this, we become distinct and different. We are above the others when we have all these things. People will take notice because we have these things. But no, in this passage, it is the presence of God. Moses understood this. And he told God, it is your presence that will make me, will make the rest of your people distinct and different from the rest of the world. Now, as you read the rest of the story uh, of the people of God, in this uh, section of the Bible. Moses and these Israelite people journeying from land of bondage in Egypt to their land of promise. We know that the presence of God was with them in the form of the pillar of cloud during the day. And this pillar of cloud becomes a pillar of fire during the night. And there was no other group of people that has had that among them. It's only the people of God, Israelite people led by Moses. There was this cloud visible from a distance. People around would take notice. As they would look at them, they would see this cloud of glory covering and hovering over the people of God. And in the night, becomes a pillar of fire to give them light and at the same time, to protect them from wild animals and other potential uh, enemies. The presence of God, the distinguishing mark in the life of a person. And this is your privilege and mine when we have decided to walk with God. This should become evident in our lives and to our lives, in the way we speak, the way we relate to people, the way we do our business, in the way we even in the way that we teach the Word. We do not need to come up with gimmicks. We do not need to come up with flattery or whatever uh, things, you know, approaches of men, approaches of the world to attract attention, to make ourselves, let's say, above the others. All we have to do is live a simple life and rely on the presence of God to do the best. The presence of God is the distinguishing uh, factor, the most important. It is your advantage when you have the presence of God. When you look at the church, uh, the first uh, church, the New Testament church, we see Jesus coming into the world by way of being born in Bethlehem. And then later on, he started his public ministry in a simple way up in the north of Israel, in the shores of Galilee, visiting people, inviting them to walk along with him, ministering to the needs, preaching to them the good news, blessing them with healings and many other things that uh, spoke to them about God's grace and favor and love uh, for mankind. Then later on, the disciples themselves, as they were trained, learned the ways of the Lord, 
by following Jesus, they started to also do their own ministry. And it was a powerful and glorious time. Then we read in the book of Acts, when they themselves went on to carry the assignment that the Lord has left to them, because at this time Jesus already returned to heaven. We see the same presence, the same glory, this time in the person of the Holy Spirit, being with the people of God, filling them with the fullness of grace from heaven. And so they lived their lives at the same time in a simple way, but powerful way, glorious way. How could these simple men shoot the world, shoot the kingdoms of the world in those days? We read healings, miracles, like when Peter and John went to the temple and they ministered to this man who was born, the cannot walk. Since birth, he cannot walk. And he was always there on the side on the way to the temple asking for help from anyone. And Peter and John came to the man and in the name of Jesus pulled the man out of the ground. And the man miraculously received healing. He started to walk and jump, went leaping and walking and praising God. And it caused a lot of steer all over the city of Jerusalem. And with the authorities, Sanhedrin tried to find out what has happened, what caused this miraculous healing. They found out that these men, Peter, James, and John, were simple, ordinary, unlearned men. And the reason why they became so powerful was because they have been with Jesus. And God, by His Holy Spirit, was with them. This is the most important advantage of a person who is walking with God. When you walk with God, the presence of God is with you. That's why today when we gather as a people, we don't rely, you know, in our, uh, you know, charismatic gifts and personalities. You know, we don't rely on buildings. Although there was a time when we have really relied so much on buildings, we cannot, as if we cannot live our Christian life without the building. So, you know, we spend a lot of money in uh, coming up with a building that is nice and expensive. And yet, the Lord has reminded us that church is not about literal building. Church is the people of God who has decided to surrender their lives under God, came out of the world and yield themselves under God, followed God, walked with God. God is pleased with them and so He comes with them by His presence. And it is the presence of God among the people of God that makes the people of God different from the rest of the world. It is the presence of God that brings change, that brings edification to the people of God and to whom anyone that may join later on in the company. It is the presence of God that causes miracles among the people of God. It's not a building. It's not our fancy programs. It is not our, you know, high-tech gadgets. It's not our beautiful music. It is the presence of God. 
you would rather have the presence of God than all the other things that the world may want to offer you. And suddenly in the past, many of the people of God has been sidetracked by these temporary issues around them. And so they have put so much emphasis on, let's say, education, training. And I know education is good. We need to be learned. But learning apart from the presence of God is nothing. We need to be trained, but being trained without the touch of God is nothing. It is the touch of God, it is the presence of God that brings life. Bible tells us in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. Why is it that so many of us, we have everything and yet we're not happy? There is no joy in our hearts. We walk with gloom and sadness. We're always hopeless because the presence of God is absent. It is the presence of God, incomparable and indispensable in a person's life. So if there is anything that you will have to pursue, I would strongly encourage you, pursue the presence of God. Walk with God. Be conscious of the presence of God. Let me give three guarantees when a person walks with God. When a person walks with God, he is guaranteed with provision. Provision, meaning you will have all that you need. That's why in the famous psalm written by David, Psalm 23, he started by saying, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. We all know that the shepherd in those days, even now, is always in the company of the sheep. He lives with the sheep, especially when he, when, he, when he brings the sheep out into the field for pasture. The shepherd will live his life together with the sheep. And when the night would fall upon them and they are far away from home, the shepherd will sleep together with the sheep. And it gives the sheep comfort and peace and joy and everything. But the number one uh, privilege is provision. That's why I want in nothing. The Lord is my shepherd and I want nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He provides food for me even in the middle of my enemies. You will never suffer any luck when you walk with God. Another verse written by David is Psalm 37 verse 25, wherein he testified by saying, I have been young and now I am old, yet I have never seen any man forsaken, righteous man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. You do not need to beg anyone for your need. All you have to do is walk with God. When you walk with God, God will make it sure that your needs are provided. It's like when, for example, you know, a, a person, you know, with with well-off person will invite you to uh, come along with him, take a trip with him. And then he tells you, you come with me, I'll take charge of you. 
have. Of course, when he eats, then you eat. Wherever he would sleep, there you will sleep too. Because you said yes to his invitation. So he will answer for you. He will not allow you to go hungry or else he will be answerable to you and to your family. Same thing with God. He invited us to walk with him. We will never go hungry. God will provide all our needs. That's why Paul has this verse in Philippians 4.19. My God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. And this was directly attached to the story of the Philippian believers among the other believers in those days. They were the ones that consistently and faithfully and regularly supported the ministry of the Apostle Paul. And so Paul gave them a promise. May God will supply all your needs. He will not allow you to go hungry no matter what. Whatever situation you will find yourself in, you will always be provided because God is with you. And so our presence, the presence of God in our life will give us provision. Another guarantee is, of course, His protection. When we walk with God, our lives will be protected and preserved. That's why again in Psalms 23, we quoted that earlier in our, in our lesson, wherein David said, Do I walk through the valley in the shadow of death? I fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. You rod, your staff will comfort me. Will comfort me, will make me secure. So we are walking with God. He takes good care of us. He protects us. He will preserve our life. Remember uh, the story of Joseph in the Bible. You know, he was, uh, as we all know, his uh, own brothers felt jealous uh, of him because of his dreams. And as they have observed, their father kind of gave him a special treatment by giving him a special uh, clothing that he met that none of them and other brothers as received. And so, you know, they decided to get rid of him. They tried to kill him by throwing him into the empty well. Later on, they changed their mind, pulled him out of the well and sold him to the passing merchants from Egypt. And he landed in Egypt, being sold there in the market as an item. And eventually he found himself living in a house of Potiphar as a slave. And there he behaved with his God. He walked with his God. Bible says God was with him. Why was God with him? Because he decided to live his life with God wherever he would be, in his home or far away from him. He decided to live his life with God. As we all know, you know, he was falsely accused while he was serving his best in the household of Potiphar. And so he ended up in prison to suffer a crime he did not commit. And yet he walked with God. He did not change his ways. He was always walking with God, behaving as God would want him to behave. 
blessing will always follow. Protection and preservation. We all know that he was preserved, he was protected because he walked with God and eventually, of course, he received his promotion. We read so many stories in the Bible of how men and women of God were protected because they walked with God. Earlier, I mentioned that the safest place to live in is in the presence of God. Today, we are full of fears and worries and anxieties. People are on the edge of their feet because they don't know what will happen next. And yet, all we need to know, I remind you this morning, all you need to know is that God is with you. And why do you think God is with you? Because there was a day, a time and a moment wherein you decided to invite him into your life. Where, we where you decided to yield to the gentle voice of the Spirit inviting you to put your faith in Him and to start journeying with Him. And so when you always remember that God is with you, you will feel safe wherever you find yourself in. You will not be afraid. You will not be scared. Your life will be protected and preserved until your purpose and your mission is over. I can never overemphasize this important truth that we need to be reminded about. That God, God is with us. His presence is with us and His presence brings protection. His presence brings protection. The other, the third guarantee when we walk with God is that we are guaranteed of His promotion. Promotion is a very big thing for so many people. We all want to be promoted. We all want to keep growing and improving. None of us wants to remain the same. Although among many Filipinos, it does become a habit for them that whenever you ask them, how are you, they would usually say, ah, ganun pa rin, maulang gihapon, still the same. But yet in the inside of their heart, they're longing for change, for improvement, for growth, for promotion in your life. And so many times, because we have that longing in our hearts, we want to do it our own way. So we scheme, we try to plan, you know, we make moves. Sometimes we employ underhanded means in order to arrive at, what, at where we want to be. And yet we are reminded that with regards to promotion, all that a person needs to do is make sure that he is in the presence of God. That the presence of God is with him. Why? Because the presence of God guarantees promotion. There is this verse, again in Psalms 75 verse 6. When you read this verse in the King James Version, it says there that promotion does not come from the east nor from the west but it comes from the Lord. Promotion comes from the Lord. Again, let me read it again, reminding you, promotion comes from the Lord. Your life and my life is in the hands of God. He is the one that knows best what He has for you. All you have to do is stay close with Him, develop an intimate relationship, connection with Him, fellowship with Him at all times. Be familiar 
with his gentle voice so that as you listen to his voice and take steps following his gentle voice, you will end up the best person that God has foreordained you to be. Psalm 23 verse 6, this is the last verse in this chapter, Psalms, Psalms 23. The writer, David said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life until I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is the pinnacle of your protection when you finally end up in the fullness of the presence of God and spend your life forever with Him. You know, eternity has already been guaranteed for all those that have received Jesus Christ. It says in the writings of Paul, so shall we ever be with the Lord. That is a guarantee. As Paul says, to me to live is Christ, to die is gain. He further said, when I am away from this body, I am with the Lord. Absent from the body is present with the Lord. What promotion could ever supersede that? Nothing. But here in this world, we always buy and compete for worldly promotion. We feel bad when others are promoted and we are not. We feel bad when others pass an exam and we fail. We feel bad when they harvest a bumper crop and ours fail. But remember, our promotion comes from God. And when we remember that, we should not yield to the temptation to scheme, to make a gimmick or a trauma, to lie, to connive with others so that we will get what we want. All we have to do is yield, yield to the ways of God. Here are examples of men in the Bible, both in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament, who were promoted beyond their wildest dreams. I may mention earlier Joseph, we all know his story. He was a simple lad way back in Canaan where they lived with his brothers and his parents. Having his dreams that caused him a trouble which brought him lots of pain and suffering. He was thrown into the pit, pulled out of the pit, sold to merchants. In the merchants, he was brought to the market, sold there in the market as an item. Found himself in the palace of uh, Putifar as a, as a slave, falsely accused, and so he ended up in prison. Who would ever thought that one day would become the second in command in the kingdom of Egypt. Nobody. And yet God all along has his hand upon his life. And he, as we all know, was always walking with God. So from prison, he ended up in the palace. He did not scheme for it. He did not work for it. He did not manipulate people around, situation around to arrive at it. All he did was live his life with God. Same thing is true with David. We all know that David was just a simple shepherd boy, simple shepherd boy, youngest in the family, almost forgotten even by his own father. And yet, he ended up as king of Israel, the best king of Israel. 
that even now the kingdom of Israel is still called the kingdom of David. How about Esther? Esther was a slave, a captive in Persia, considered as a nobody, and yet she became a king by the hand of the Lord. One of the most amazing books that you could ever read in the Bible is the story of Esther, the book of Esther. You know, in the book of Esther, God was never mentioned. You read it, you can never read God. Printed there. And yet, God was behind every story, every scene, every narrative from start to finish. God was there. When Basti was disqualified from being the queen. And then later on, Esther took her place. God was there. Promotion comes from God. How about Daniel? Daniel is also a classic example of promotion that comes from the Lord. Again, Daniel was a captive from Judah, brought to Babylon. And for a start, became like a slave, lived like a slave. And yet, because God was with him, the presence of God continues to work in his life, build his life. He was working graciously with the work of the Lord in his life, yielding. His habit was formed, his prayer life was in place. He was strongly decided and dedicated to live his life to the glory of his God. Lo and behold, he was promoted, became the advisor to the king. Three kings in succession. And yet, Daniel remained. He was there. King's first king was dethroned or taken away from throne. And yet, David or Daniel was still there. Even in those days, usually when there is a change of administration, they would also change everybody. Not only change them, but most of the time they would kill them. And then they would get their own men to put in high positions. And so there was a high chance that when the king is toppled down, his advisors will also be killed, exterminated. And yet it did not happen to them. Do you know what? Because God was with him. The presence of God was with him. In the New Testament, I cannot talk about the disciples. These were simple men, provincial folks. You know, nobody ever thought that these men would amount to anything in their own lives. Even they themselves never dreamed that one day they will be doing what they were doing eventually. And yet God came into the scene in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. Invited them, follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will build your life. Follow me and I will bring promotion into your life. And so as we read the rest of the story, they were all promoted. Those that faithfully followed Jesus. They became the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Just like you and me, you can become the light of the world and the salt of the earth. But only when you walk with God. Only when the presence of God is with you because it is the presence of God that will bring promotion to your life. Lastly, how about the Apostle Paul? He was a persecutor, a rabid defender of his Jewish faith. But he ended up being the greatest of all proclaimers of the gospel. 
soul winner, disciple maker, church planter, Bible writer, New Testament Bible. Three parts of it was written by the Apostle Paul. He received all those revelations from the Lord. But he started as some kind of a nobody by himself. And yet he was promoted by God. Let me remind you that in this day and in this hour where there is so much competition, you know, one thing to, for everyone wants to be the number one rat in this rat race, so-called rat race. We're all tempted to yield to the temptation. Many others are even selling their soul to the devil just because they want to get promoted. But when you know that you are a child of God, you do not need to do these things. All you have to do is walk with God. Walk your life with God. And all the rest will follow. That's why God told Moses, my presence will go with you. I'll give you rest. This morning, my, God's presence will go with you. He will give you rest. His rest they will, be, will be with you. His peace will be with you. All you have to do is you know, continue following Him. I'd like to pray as I close this morning. Father, thank you for your favor and blessing. Thank you for your word. Your presence is most important, Lord, unto our lives. Oh Lord, that we will always long for your presence. Lord, that we will, if possible, would be willing to miss our food, miss our trip, miss our party. And we would not care for as long as your presence is with us. And we can feel your presence. Because no, nothing could ever take your place. Take, your, take the place of your presence in our life. Thank you, the Lord, for reminding us of this during this time, especially during this time, so that we will be comforted, at peace in our hearts, not worried, nor troubled, nor afraid. Instead, we will be strengthened, encouraged, and emboldened, Lord, to continue living this life in the glory of your name and willingly make ourselves available to be used by you. Use us, O Lord God. Use us as your instruments, O Lord. Let your presence be made visible, O Lord God, in our lives and our lives. And by that presence, let us become blessing, a blessing to people around us. Thank you, Father, for protection, for promotion, for provision that comes of you in the name of Jesus. And we give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen.